I would say the data's been locked in the basement, and whilst there may have been some pipes in place, they're really itsy-wincy you know, small pipes. And between Kindrel and Microsoft, we've figured out how to renovate the plumbing, put fatter pipes in place, and enable the data to flow to every room in the house. Welcome to the Microsoft Cloud Executive Enablement Series, where we speak with Microsoft Cloud senior leaders and experts about the latest trends in technologies we're seeing in the market. The goal of this series is to share with you and your teams our perspective on the business value driven by the Microsoft Cloud for our mutual customers and the opportunities for our partners to grow their business with Microsoft. Hi, my name is Sarah Mastin, and I am the Director of Strategy at Microsoft, working with Kindrel. I'm here today with Stanley Wood, who's the CTO of the Microsoft Alliance at Kindrel, and Richard Baird, who's the CTO of Core Enterprise and the Z Cloud. And we're going to talk to you today about how we co-innovated around the mainframe, but also how that plugs into the bigger picture. Azure, Kindrel, Microsoft, such an amazing partnership. Stanley Wood, welcome. Thank you, Sarah. It's great to be here. And Richard, thank you for joining us today. Pleasure. Thank you. Who is Kindrel? Kindrel is just over a year old. It's a spin-out from IBM in November of 21. It's about 90,000 people globally, and we provide services across any part of the IT ecosystem that you might be interested in, from mainframe to desktop. And Stanley, you sit on a team at Kindrel that is working really closely with Microsoft as you develop this, this new practice. Yes. So we have a really strong partnership with Microsoft. It's been a pleasure to work together over the past year um, to develop synergy between our companies. I think we're uniquely positioned together. Our strengths are complementary. And um, the technology and the um, innovation that we can bring to our joint clients is really incredible. I'm super excited about this. Now today we're going to talk about mainframes. We're going to talk about something that we were able to develop together, a joint aha moment, if you will. But before we get into the meat and potatoes of the discussion, what historically is somebody doing with a mainframe? They tend to be doing transactional-based work that involves a lot of data. You know, mainframes tend to be at the back end, making sure that you know, when you take money out or put money into your bank account or you complete the transaction, that's what the, the mainframe application is doing and the data that the mainframe looks after is doing it. Or if you're a much larger business, a multinational business, then you could have a mainframe like an IBM Z-Box. And I shouldn't have said historically, because this is happening right now, and these machines and the ecosystem around them, I'm using them every day. I'm using things that are at the back end, our mainframes are driving that business with millions of transactions. And if you could speak a little bit about, you know, just to teach us what is that ecosystem, because they can't just sit on an island. The mainframe will sit at the core, and then sitting around the outside, you could have a number of x86-based platforms, so Windows, Linux kinds of platforms, proprietary Unix systems as well, that will act as 
concentrators of business, so they will maybe sitting in a, a, a local branch or at a country level or something like that, pulling together workload that then gets actually sent to the mainframe in real time for processing and uh, response back to the end user who could be sitting at a, a laptop on their mobile phone or wherever. So that's kind of the ecosystem in which they sit in. Why does a business care about them? And why should someone who's coming in to do a new solution architecture care about them? Often these mainframes have been in these positions for decades, going back even to the 1960s. And so the, the applications have grown up around them and are very highly tuned to run on those systems. So we actually see three personas uh, across the industry. We see investors, maintainers, and divestors. So an investor, this is a company who's decided that the mainframe is core to their business. They like it, they're going to continue to invest in it, they're going to modernize the technology, they're going to use the, the latest capabilities, that's where they're going to stay for the future. The maintainer is, I like to think of it as sitting on the fence. They're going to watch and wait and see how the industry changes over time. Uh, they may stay, you know, sort of on the previous release of hardware and software, they'll just keep things ticking over. They may do some minimal investment. And then the divester, as the name might suggest, is the company that's going to move off of the mainframe, disinvest from, uh, from that platform in the future, and move all of their applications and data to Azure. In all of those instances, there is a role for Azure to play in those uh, companies' strategies. What is the Z Cloud? So the Z Cloud is about 20 instances that Kindle has dotted around the globe. And it's like any other cloud. It's a, a multi-tenanted environment for mainframe customers to, uh, to bring their applications and data and be hosted along with other customers in a, uh, in a Z environment. They get the same benefits and, and uh, characteristics that you would expect from a, a dedicated mainframe environment that they might be coming from, but they get it in a uh, cloud environment along with other customers. So in the sense, it almost makes me think of its, uh, its mainframes as a service. It is like mainframes as a service. If you have a dedicated box, you know, even if, if Kindrel is managing it, you get a certain set of services that you get with the qualities of service that you're happy with. In a Z cloud environment, you get the, the best practices that go with uh, you know, Kindrel's long-term experience in managing and running. You know, we've got hundreds of these boxes that we run globally for a number of customers, and we take all of that experience and put it into our Z Cloud instances so that customers running in that environment literally get the, the best experience possible. When we're thinking about going, you know, we're, we're focused on the, the mainframe and you know, here we are, we're in a data center, we've got an ecosystem around it of applications and servers, or what are the, the VMs or other servers doing with their mainframe that then starts to bridge out into somebody's cloud? Right, as, as Richard- Without getting too technical. As Richard mentioned with this data, this is all mainframe data. Kindrel also runs um, an enormous amount of distributed systems data connected to x86 and other systems. So each mainframe has anywhere from dozens to hundreds of servers surrounding it. In general, I could say, you know, when I met you, I may have thought that mainframes were going extinct, but that is 
absolutely not the case and we can start to build out interesting solution patterns together which is spoiler alert what we've we've been doing so here's a question i'm a business i have a lot of rich historical data that data could give me lots of rich insights when it comes to customer behavior or helping people do things and saving patterns or buying recommendation engines. How much is that data worth to me as a business? And what is the goal, like if I want to modernize? The goal is really around modernizing so that you use the right platform for the right application and the data set that goes with it. The data that's been accumulated by a, a mainframe it can literally go back decades. So if you think about it in terms of customer interaction, customer relationship, the data that is sitting there that can be mined on an Azure platform is tremendous. Businesses can gain new insight, new ways of doing business. They can explore new ways of doing business by opening up this data and using it on a platform like Azure. Getting the data uh, in a structured way to the platform with assistance on the best way to analyze it and use it on something like Azure is incredibly powerful for a, uh, for a company to be able to do. We can literally be talking about an online retail catalog that will have thousands and thousands of entries in it that have had customers from all over the planet accessing it and the buying patterns and all of that data can now be moved to an Azure world, analyzed with the, the Azure um, business analytics tools and exploited in new ways that a business has never been able to before. It's almost like the mainframes are the OG Edge. This incredible machine, it's got compute, it's sending alerts. I'm listening to how much value a business can gain. But I'm also knowing being 20 plus years in the tech industry and being a data architect, how very, very challenging that can be to get at it. This is something that we, we refer to as mainframe data pipe together. Mm -hmm. Can you double click into sort of our journey together. It starts in London. We were in a workshop and a whiteboard. There was the aha moment when we both sat in that conference room in London and went, well, hang on, I've got 6.1 million MIPS and six exabytes of data sitting over on this side, and you've got an incredibly powerful cloud platform sitting on the other side. We can figure out how to do this consistently and repeatedly and take it to a joint customers for how to do it. And then over the following six months in the run-up to the, the data pipe announcement that we did at uh, Microsoft Ignite, that was how we started to flesh out this journey and start to put the, the not only the, the technical pieces in place, but also the cultural pieces, so how to have the conversation with the customers who may have people who sit on both platforms. True, we had to build the bridge between these two sort of cultural environments to come together and say, you know, this might be easier than we, than we think it is. The next phase of this was when you think about your, you know, mainframe migration and modernization strategy, I learned from your team that mainframe modernization means something different if you're an investor or a maintainer. And then Power Platform, Microsoft Power Platform comes in once you saw that, you went light speed. You know, we talk about the uh, modernization of applications and data um, in 
sort of three models. One, as you said, is sort of the modernize-on, which is, you know, modernizing the applications as they exist today on the mainframe. At the other end of the spectrum is the move off, which is moving applications and data to Azure. And then the middle one is the integrate with story, which is, you know, how can I bring mainframe applications and data closer to the Azure platform through either the you know, Azure connectors or through the Microsoft Power Platform. Now, the Microsoft Power Platform in particular helps us address one of the other uh, issues, which is around skills. So, you know, I've got the six exabytes of data sitting over here, and all I've got are a bunch of COBOL programmers. Nothing wrong with being a COBOL programmer, but there's not as many around as there used to be. But on the Microsoft uh, Power Platform side, I've got a whole new generation and a whole new skill set of people who have been trained up to use the Microsoft Power Platform. And now through the data pipe, we've suddenly unlocked the six exabytes of data to be consumed by, uh, I'm going to say, the, the next generation of programmers, right, who are going to use the Power Platform in a low-code, no-code environment and exploit all that data in great new ways. At the end of the day, you know, what people want is a data-driven business. Mm -hmm. And for a long time, you know, some of that data was just either very difficult to get or I didn't have the right skill set to go and get it. But the way you have combined this legacy technologies, you can start this multi-threaded process of migration and modernization across the entire spectrum of what you might want to do. I think this is where the power platform is really revolutionary. We've had obviously these two cultures that were separate and, and often viewed things in different ways. As we brought them together, the things that we've seen happen very quickly are, are really, really eye-opening. The ability to create apps that interact with the mainframe in hours or days or weeks instead of months or years, which is what we've seen in the past. The ability to, to analyze that data in real time alongside other sources of data that are already in the cloud has just been really eye-opening. In some cases with the power connectors and the power platform, even in a few hours we can have modern apps, modern interfaces, analytics, running in real time, interacting with the mainframe. And this really helps to address that app gap, the skills challenge that our customers have. And um, Kindrel and Microsoft together are really uniquely positioned to do this by bringing these two cultures together, the deep experience um, and the scale that we have on both. And the, the other thing I would add is that when a customer is going to move off, they will invariably want to start uh, with an integrate with to actually start to get access to that data because moving the applications off takes time, right? It's, you know, it's not something that happens overnight. But in an integrate with, as Stanley was saying, you can get access to the data, pull the data over into a Microsoft Power Platform environment and literally start be able to build new applications in, uh, on Azure in a matter of hours. And so the, the value to the customer, they recognize what their long-term journey is with their applications and data, but in a very short term, they can start to see real value of uh, hooking the mainframe and Azure together. We see value here for customers in all three of the categories. But if you're an investor and you plan to stay with the mainframe for the long-term, um, you get immediate value and you get um, immediate access to more skills um, to, to more advanced analytics and, and techniques. 
If you're a divester and you're looking to move off of the mainframe, this allows you to do it more incrementally and to start making progress immediately um, toward your goals. But for a business, it's incredibly powerful because your application development community is now coming together around a standard toolset. And as we said earlier, this is as much about community as it is about the technology. Give us a run through of a real life, you know, engagement that you've started to see in the last six months uh, since this has come to market. We work with many large financial institutions and, and their back-end transactions are processing on mainframes in, in most cases. And so the ability to take that data, marry it with other kinds of data that's available in the cloud, even, even weather data, to correlate that and to, um, to optimize their business processes. This is the kind of thing that we can do when we combine the, the two data sets. So here's a question. So imagine you're meeting with a CEO how would you communicate the business value at like a 30,000 foot view of what this, what does this mean to me as a CEO, what you can do and, and the combining of these worlds in a... Because of what the mainframe does, most CEOs um, of businesses that mainframe sit in will be aware that they have a mainframe doing their stuff for them. So the biggest concern is gonna be, you know, I want to be able to continue to do my stuff but I also want to take advantage of all of this cloud stuff that I keep hearing about and how it can help me transform my business. So the message to the CEO is, you know, Kindrel with Microsoft can pull that off, right? We can make sure that what you have today, your business not only will continue as it has done to now, but it will flourish and grow in a hybrid world, right? however you choose to modernize, um, and you can be confident as the CEO um, that you know, your business IT will be safe in that environment. The unique aspect that Kindrel and Microsoft bring together is the ability to bridge that cultural divide because often over the years, the mainframe crowd has, has felt embattled, frankly, as people view that as a platform to move off of. Um, there, there's not been a, a lot of connection between the two. And so what we've seen often is that the mainframe data is locked in one place, the cloud data is, is somewhere else. And so Kindrel and Microsoft together have the, the depth of expertise, have the, the technology to bring not just the, the data together technically, but also to bring the communities together and to really make great things happen with that data very quickly. The data of the mainframes has been locked in the basement of the house or the attic or different yes. closets. And Kindrel has worked with Microsoft to build a door yes. to get it to every room of your house. I would say that the data has been locked in the basement. And whilst there may have been some pipes in place, they're really incy-wincy you know, small pipes. And between Kindrel and Microsoft, we've figured out how to renovate the, the plumbing, put fatter pipes in place and uh, enable the data to flow to every room in the house. This is disruptive, but it feels disruptive in a way that is hopeful. It is disruptive, and it's not just a technology disruption. This is as much about community disruption and, and community transformation as it is about technical transformation. And the community element of it should not be underestimated by anybody. 
at the end of the day, the, the people in the company that's being transformed are, are going to have to help make that happen. Ongoing communication from the leadership in a company during that transformation to their own teams about how the transformation is happening and the value that they're already starting to see in the transformation is key to the success. Because otherwise, it's, you know, it's just the IT guys in the back room you know, mucking around with some new tech. The leaders of the business have to be able to show to their own people, their shareholders, and their own customers, this transformation is actually helping us transform our own business. We've seen that transformation among our own teams. Um, we actually had teams in Kindrel who were already working with the Power Platform before this project, but they were not working with, weren't even aware of the mainframe teams. Right, we had mainframe teams who had never heard of the Microsoft Power Platform, um, had never heard of low-code, no-code applications. And bringing them together, um, having them start working together, you could see the light bulbs go off. And again, things happened very quickly as we broke down that divide and as we brought these two groups together. And that's what feels different to me, um, having watched a lot of disruptions happen, even if you mm -hmm. think when the cloud showed up, when you think about it, your disruption is that you're going to work together, that the, the folks that are in the IT department that have been running the mainframes maybe for a long time and may have hair that looks like mine. Um, or no hair that you, looks like mine. And then you have people who are young and they're coming right out of, you know, they're young in career and they're coming right into the workforce. And they know all sorts of new tips and tricks, uh, you know, from modern cloud technologies, right? It's not a replacement of the people who are no. over here with the people who are younger in career, it is we are going to work together because our business goes faster, farther, and more value is brought to everybody because we learned that both of us are necessary Absolutely. for this future. The app gap problem, skills gap, isn't just a mainframe problem. It's one that pervades the IT industry. The ability for us to bring the skills gap isn't just a mainframe problem. It's one that pervades the IT industry. The ability for us to bring these different groups together, help them modernize together, gain new skills together, gain understanding of one another's environments, and as a result, help one another transform and grow a company's business as a result, is incredibly powerful. I say there's a saying, I don't know where the saying comes from, but if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Working with the Kindrel team, what we've done, it really you know, shows that partners really do make more possible. It's community, as you know, we've talked a lot about community here, but the power of partnership between the technologies and the value that that can bring is just as powerful as the power of partnership between two different companies like Kindrel and Microsoft. But the partnership in a customer engagement that we go into extends to the other member of the triumvirate or the third, the third side of the triangle, which is the customer themselves. And that three-way partnership that ends up being put in place in order to execute this transformation is incredibly powerful. Can you think of, because you are also with the Z Cloud, somebody who's transforming and the business change, the cultural shift, like what does that mean to you and how, how you're experiencing it? So I see in businesses that digitally transform, IT and the business jointly get transformed so that IT ends up not as being something over there, but they are a core integrated part of the business 
and they have the same seat at the table as the lines of business owners. And IT is seen as a partner in the transformation and the team are seen as partners in the transformation. And so the successful company that does the digital transformation, all of their employees, not only in the IT department, but in the people driving the business as well, all become agents of change. And they all have a singular vision as to where they're going. That I've found in you know, the, the companies that I've worked with in doing this kind of stuff are very successful in doing it. There's a fundamental difference in whether IT is treated as a cost center or a strategic partner for a company. And if IT is treated as a strategic partner and the IT staff has the same business goals as the rest of the business, that's a far more successful company and culture than one where IT is a cost center. I'm curious what your experience was to walk into the room with Microsoft to go and have an architectural design session to work with you because that is Microsoft's mission. We empower every person and organization on the planet to do more, which includes partners who want to develop global, scalable solutions to go bring to their customer base. I'd love to hear how that experience was for you as an example to any business that might be about to go through the same thing. I think it was probably very mutual because we're walking into a room there in a Microsoft office with people who know the, the depths right and the breadth of Azure, the Microsoft Power Platform and all these technologies that we did not have. And we walked in there with open mind, ready to listen, ready to discuss. You know, we're, we're looking at how do we integrate security and asking things about Azure Active Directory and tenants. And part of what made that work was that we both came in ready to learn with open minds. Yeah, I would, I would agree with Stanley wholeheartedly. The openness of communication, the willingness to, to listen, the willingness to see the art of the possible. There was no such thing as a dumb question. It was just, I don't know the answer to this, do you folks do, right? On both sides, you know, from, from the Kindle side, we were fledgling in those days, right? We, we really were literally just as a, a newborn startup. 90,000 strong, but a startup. The freedom of action to do what we could and have conversations to try and help businesses figure out how to do the transformation with strong partners like Microsoft, with that same kind of open mindset was incredible. Before we leave, what are your final thoughts? Kindle and Microsoft together have this partnership and we've developed these capabilities through this partnership. By partnering with the two of us, we can unlock the data that sits in these mainframes that's in the basement. We can bring the cultures together. We can bring the technology together to advance the business very, very quickly, surprisingly quickly. And I would say, don't be afraid, right? Don't be afraid to go through any technological transformation that you need to. Right? because you've got the strengths of Microsoft and Kindle sitting behind you who can you know, address the challenges, address the technical challenges that you may go through in the transformation. And equally, don't be afraid of the um, community transformation that you're going to have to go through as well. And in that instance, Kindle and Microsoft can actually help you with the community transformation as well. The short single sentence is, don't be afraid of change.
This has been amazing. I'm sure a lot of people watching, if they're not coming from a mainframe background, they're learning a lot about mainframes. If you're coming from a VMware and learning about VMware to AVS or using Stack HCI to create giant hybrid awesome solutions, maybe this is just adding another bit into that story for you because we did mention the ecosystem surrounding the mainframe. But I just wanted to say thank you, Stanley. Thank you, Richard, for joining us today and talking about all of this. Thank you, Sarah. Right. Thank you. And thank you to everybody who's tuned in and listened. And I hope you know a little bit more about you know the ecosystem around a mainframe than you did when we started. I didn't know anything about mainframes a year ago. And now I, I feel confident enough to have this conversation with Richard. So I know that you'll be getting on your learning journey and be able to plug this into anything you're doing from whichever angle you come from on this solution. Have a good one. And that wraps up today's episode. Don't forget that this episode is a part of a series featuring some of our most experienced and innovative global executives, packed full of great insights and examples of how to make the most out of working alongside Microsoft. If you haven't already, make sure to check out our other episodes. No matter your industry or area of focus, the Microsoft Global Partner Enablement Team is here to enable you and your teams to achieve more. If you want to watch this episode, it's also available as a video. If there's an area of cloud innovation you'd like to hear more about, please send us a note at salesenablement-gsi at microsoft.com so that we can create content that meets your enablement needs. Thank you for listening. Thank you for engaging with us. And thank you for being a Microsoft partner. We'll see you on the next episode of the Microsoft Cloud Executive Enablement Series.